This device isn't a spaceship. It's a time machine. Goes backwards, forwards. It takes us to a place where we ache to go again. It's not called the wheel. It's called the carousel. Hello and welcome to the Carousel Podcast. I have with me today Wide Dog. Hello, Mr. Dog. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. Um, Wide Dog is um a art director in the advertising world and he also specializes in animation and motion graphics which is uh awesome to have somebody like him um in our sphere because he's insanely talented and you may have seen his work because he won the first prize award um for the first passage prize contest in the art category um, uh, that's right it was a Great honor. <laughs> yeah. So where can people see those works? Because I've seen them, but uh, I, I wish I had them like in front of me. Where can people see the things that won Passage Prize? Yeah, uh, I um, I apologize because I've been kind of obtuse about that. Not intentionally, unintentionally, just because I juggle um, uh, my professional work and my uh, secret work, uh, my secret shadow work. Um uh, and I, I haven't like centralized that anywhere. I'm gonna make like a portfolio site for Wide Dog. But if you scroll far enough, farther, <laughs> farther enough back on my Twitter account, they're there. <laughs> but um, initially, also I didn't post them because we, because uh, uh, um, we were sell- trying to sell the book. Like Lomez was selling the book, and the I- images, the full series was exclusive to the book. But the book, uh, both the first print of the uh, hardcover and and um, uh, paperback, have sold out now. So I think I can share those. And I I will uh, next order of business uh, for my dog is to uh, um, is to uh, centralize my work on a portfolio site. Centralized wide dog, not centralized. Obviously, the real, the real, the no, the fake, no, that's the slave his, name. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, no, my real name is not slave. <laughs> That's what I mean. Um, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, no, to put all of my uh, to put all of my cool work on a on a uh, website, which looks very different than most of my um, most of my professional work. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I actually have two portfolios right now. Uh, neither mm-hmm. of them are getting me any work, so it, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. But um one is like sure my slow right now wait what sure slow right now yeah oh was... my god yeah. um and but one is uh isaacsimpson.com and that's my like more based portfolio where i have like you know american mind and and like that mm-hmm. type of shit and then i have like the friendly one which is uh you know isaacsimpson.cargo.com which is really my old like pre-based website or i was always based but it was more like my uh you know my slave your yeah <laughs> your uh your your um corporate yeah. facing one that was my corporate no face. i i 
I, another another drill. Um, I actually have two for my for um, I have two real name ones as well because I also do short films and I have one for like my weirder short films that don't get me any real work. It's just, they're just the stuff I I buy I I spend uh, I spend my own time doing sometimes. Oh, um, cool! But, you, like animated stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. Um like a uh, little animated shorts uh um uh, st- uh stuff like that oh wow which one i will uh one day um hopefully i can show the world uh, uh all of my work all at once but we're not quite there yet but well, soon <laughs> we'll be there very soon um yeah. So yeah, one of the things that we want to talk about today is something that you and I are releasing that we've been working on for a very long time. Um, yes, my fault for it being a very long time. <laughs> no, it's not your fault at all. You did all the, you know, the, the vast majority of the work here. Um, so by the time you're hearing this, I'm guessing this will be out and hopefully uh, will have gone viral, but I don't know, maybe, maybe not, we'll see. Um and it's a spec ad for Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. So why why don't you just talk a little bit about what it is and 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 why we made it and what your vision for it is? Yeah, what it is, what I kind of am envisioning it as is like kind of like a brand film, um, a long advertisement for um, basically uh, uh, for new based Twitter um, that is just uh, kind of in the vein of um, every now and then one of these, uh, like the bigger companies, like the big tech companies, or it doesn't even have to be tech companies, will do like um, a really high production value, like brand film or in the world of motion graphics, they'll do like a really kind of, um, uh, they'll do a really kind uh, a really like, tentpole piece of like uh design animation that really shows off like the whole like aesthetic vision of their company or product and i kind of uh i wanted to do something like that to uh celebrate uh the uh wrenching away of one of the main propaganda outlets of uh the um of the cathedral uh back into um I'm not going to say our hands because Elon is unpredictable, but it's better than it was before. And I will celebrate that. Uh, A lot of uh, people who are gone are back and it's great. So uh, narratively in this animation, I just kind of, I wanted to take it like, uh, show a narrative transition from old Twitter to new Twitter and how things uh, open up. But in doing so that, like there is kind of a thing where the new Twitter, where it's like, uh, where you can say what you want, you're not ba- banned, you're not throttled. Um, it is kind of a hearkening back uh, to uh, a more internet 1.0 type of um, uh, uh, type of ethos. So I visually wanted to reflect that as well. Right. Well, and I think what's just immediately striking is the, quality of the animation and the colors are just incredible. And then the song uh, is, is really, really good too. So what is this song? Uh, 
Oh, hello. Weird uh, songs. I I I like. I just have a big YouTube playlist of songs that I like. Um, that that is, has all sorts of crazy shit. That has like Mongolian throat singing and like um and has um like Georgian chants and uh and when we were first um talking about how we do this animation, I think uh we all agreed that like one of the most important parts is the is the music and the dri- driving it so i we shared a bunch of stuff and this one just kind of like uh stood out and it's this just russian synth pop and it has a very aspirational like kind of like glowing synth in it and i just thought it kind of fit with the uh kind of the retro computer aesthetic yeah perfect to cut to perfect to cut uh and also very functional on a yeah a functional standpoint it has a lot of hard cuts in it yeah right 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 mm-hmm. um <clears throat> yeah so i mean it kind of speaks for itself um i guess the idea here right is that we're building this league league of extraordinary uh based gentlemen who mm-hmm. are able to do these branding projects. And and this is adding not only video, but really high quality um, animated video to our repertoire. And I think we're just trying to show off like, hey, Twitter, why in the world would you ever hire a, you know, she, he, him agency that's going to get you in trouble with all of everybody, like we just saw, when you can just hire based people who are going to, you know, not care about politics. We're not going to try and forward any agenda. We're just going to make really good stuff. Although, I don't know, this are, does this does our thing not have an agenda? No, I have an agenda. I totally have an agenda. <laughs> I guess we do have an agenda. <laughs> I it. transparently have an agenda. Um, <laughs> Uh, but uh, it, uh, but I'm right. God damn it! Yeah, right. <laughs> We're right. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm also physically stronger than them. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, but yeah, you're right. I, I, we. There's a lot of latent talent. Um, uh, uh, that is does not have an outlet. Things like the passage where I showed this. Um, one of my like just um kind of goals for this project was to make something that would normally cost uh uh you would normally uh hire pay a studio a hundred thousand dollars to make yeah and be like like we have people that can make that shit like themselves you know and 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 yeah and and like i i i did the animation we had design i had help from uh i i had like help and contribution from numerous people uh, uh, in terms of like people like sent like design assets, like helped me figure out, like refine, like what references to make here and there. Like I, I asked a lot of like our friends, like to like, just like help me get the tone right, you know, and, uh, and, uh, people, uh, really did. So yeah, it's like, why would you hire, um, um, why would you hire Buck to do the same thing that they do every other project? Um, and the, like, listen, they're going to have, uh, 20 people who are as good or better at animating than me do your project. Like they, like they just, they like talent, the talent isn't the problem. They have the talent, but they're, uh, the, their telos is the yes. problem. Why are they making, why are they making this thing? What is 
Wait, you cut off there. You said their telos is the problem. Oh, hello. Wide dog, Mr. Dog. It's not fun. Yeah. Oh, it's, wait, it's, you cut off there. You cut off there. We lost you at, at Telos. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So, like, the the problem is is not the skill of the people making it. It's the it's the why are they making it? Like, the the it's the why they're making it. That's all fucked up. It's why that. All their stuff, despite the, everyone the, like the like these agencies having super talented people, everything ends up looking kind of the same and looking very weird and dystopian. And um, and um, and and uh, yeah, and just being not fun, not being fun or uh, emotional or um, interesting. You know, uh, even though it's all very technically good. Um, so we, uh, uh, I think there's a, uh, people would think about like, there's a lot of energy, like the meme making and stuff in the, uh, in like the, uh, online right circles. But in my experience too, like just the only reason that, like the only reason why that technical proficiency, um, can't be there is just a matter of resources. It's just the time and money, but, uh, just kickstarting that, like getting that time and money off the ground will lead to great things. So talk a little bit more about what you just said about the telos though. So, cause I, I, I just want yeah. to, I want to understand, and I think you understand um, what, what is it about? So you said buck, right? So I'm, I actually don't even know what buck yeah. is, but I'm guessing buck is like a big animation studio. The yeah, most people in motion graphics would love to work at Buck uh, yeah. as a freelancer or full time. Yeah, so Buck um, did the um, they like were the, one of the pioneers of like the flat corporate design style in uh, I think around 2010 or 12 or something. They did a whole Facebook identity system, mm. and a lot of those like flat blue and green people that you see like corporate come Memphis. Out of that. Corporate Memphis. Yeah, corporate people. Memphis. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. The corporate Memphis people, a lot of it comes from that original. Yeah, the corporate Memphis design. people, just so everybody, so not, sorry to interrupt just for one sec, just so everybody yeah. knows, the corporate Memphis people are like, if you see the new Apple commercials with like the big wide legged, vaguely, you can't even really tell if it's a man or a woman, like walking, she's like as big as a city and she's like walking through the city and her legs are like really wide. And she's like yeah, this they, weird. They, they, yeah, they, they exaggerate proportions and stuff. They exaggerate the body a lot, but like the the um, the the people are all dis de individualized in kind of like they make like people very uh, homogenous. A lot of times they don't even have faces. Right, 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 right. Which is funny because they're actually mm -hmm. this is like the perfect allegory for globalism in general, which is they're trying yeah, to the highlight. Identity. They're, they're trying to highlight the different identities, but actually they're doing the opposite. Collapsing <laughs> yeah, they're making everything the same, um, yeah. which is hilarious. And they, they and they collapse. Uh, of course, they collapse the identity into like whatever. Right. Like, yeah, this one has a hijab. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's it. That's like the only thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Anyway, yeah. sorry. But anyway, that, Buck Buck did that, and and uh, to their credit, like they do. They, that's not the, like their only style, but they just have a. They're just a 
uh, a studio with an incredibly talented um, animation team. I know people who work there, talented, uh, talented people. Um, but uh, but what I'm saying is like the the problem isn't the people making the, these people on that staff could make anything. It's just like they've just decided that what they're going to make the reason that they're making their work is to um, kind of is to um, make alt at, uh, make art at the altar of the, uh, the the like the kind of like new globalist religions like the like they make they 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 they're making art to for to because they want to worship diversity equity and inclusion like th that is the reason behind it you know it's the why yeah. Um, while and, simultaneously thinking of themselves as like pirates, uh, you know, like calling themselves like <laughs> we're the we're the rebels, we're the weird ones, and like they're making yeah. all identical shit. Yeah, yeah, like it, it's um, I uh, it, it's the same it's the same everywhere, and uh, yeah, it, but the the point the the point is like the. It, that why they're making these things will always like you, you could get the most yeah you could get the most talented artists ever anywhere but you're doing it for that reason and you're gonna and there's always gonna be something missing i think um, it's not and i am yeah sorry go ahead i was just gonna say like i'm not picking up myself like i'm not the like almost everyone on the roster is as good or better than me and uh but i just think i can stand i i can compete with them because i'm doing i'm making it art for a different reason than that so it just feels different yeah mm -hmm. well i think also what i wanted to add was that uh it's not only the telos it's the mo it's the modus operandi as well and that's mm -hmm. what i wrote about recently in the we must seize the the means of propaganda which mm -hmm. is, you know, one of the things I did, that was for American Minds, that people should read that if they if they haven't. But um, yes, good read. Love the oh, American yes, Mind. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? I said I like the American Mind. They're a good publication. Yeah, they're cool. But in that piece, I did, I, I, you know, I went back and found one of my old journals from one of my first jobs at one of these longhouse agencies right and so <laughs> you know i what i've noticed like places like buck like the places that actually are at the top of the industry so like buck probably in the animation world i worked at a place called kodo which was probably like the buck of mm -hmm. branding you know like mm -hmm. they're regarded as like the coolest branding studio um mm -hmm. and branding being like brands like core like the tagline the logo the main website you know all that type of stuff um visual identities visual identities exactly uh visual and mm -hmm. uh strategic identities so you know positioning totally um and so i worked for like the biggest clients there like biggest brands in the world and what i noticed about kodo was actually that they and also like uh some of the other places i've worked like actually the higher you get in prestige the less like longhousey it is actually so I don't want to say that like a place like Buck is super longhouse. Like actually, like the most longhouse places are 
like the middling parts of marketing, you know, like the like the Deutsch or the 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 yeah, the ones that have a lot more to prove and they think they prove it with adherence to trends. Yeah, or or just again, like I'm trying to get to. I'm not even talking about the work product. I'm talking about the work environment. Like uh, oh, I went back and at, at one of these much more middling places than Kodo. Kodo was like pretty like fast and loose. Like they. They were like young and it wasn't a lot of BS. Like they, they actually really did care about the work a lot, um, which mm-hmm. I would imagine Buck is probably more like that. But like some of these more bigger places I've worked for, like you will work for one of the really big agencies, like, you know, again, like Deutsch or, you know, 72 and Sunny or any of these like really, really big like advertising agencies. Um, mm-hmm. They... Well, I, I wrote down like the number of SaaS programs I had to like log into on day one. And it was like, oh, 20, yeah, it was like 25 of them, like 25. And so what you're spending, yeah. I think a, a big part of the reason why these places utterly fail to ever be able to make anything good is because the way the system is set up is not to make things good. The way the system set up is to make sure every person gets to like put their gold sticker on your idea before it moves to the next phase. And so there's a great Ogilvy quote where he says, I doubt that any great agency has been more than the shadow of one man. And I think that that's really true. Like you have to have a singularity of vision to have things be really good. And the way that, advertising of all kinds works now is to work against singularity of vision. It hates singularity of vision. You know, it, 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 it needs to make it so that everybody weighed in. It's, you know, everybody says, what's I'm, I'm kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, the connection is kind of going, uh, can you hear me? Connection yeah, I can. It was kind of choppy there. No, it's okay. Uh, no, anyway, I was just saying that, um, okay, cool. It's the rot, the rot inside these places, uh, just makes it so that it's very, very difficult for them to ever create anything good. So it's like, you're right. It's both why they're doing it and it's how they're doing it. It's like, they just can't make shit that's good anymore. You're totally right about the, uh, all right, before I um uh before I just want to make sure you can hear me because yeah I can hear you. I can hear you. being a little choppy right now um cool yeah you're totally right about them being allergic to singularity of vision uh it's very rare um and the uh one of the things that particularly um uh, everyone in animation knows this is just like the notes process can get like yeah uh, unless you have like a director who's um, totally on top of it. It's exasperated in a- animation because um, some clients just don't understand, not even clients, even just like people who should know these things, don't understand that like past a certain point uh, yes. in the process, like notes just, uh, notes completely rip apart like the workflow of the project, oh. but they have to be done because every, every like, associate producer yes. and their and the secretary uh i'm sorry and their and the man and their um, <laughs> uh whatever they call secretaries now they call them uh they call them this uh, they call them uh they call them ceos they call them coordinators or whatever um yeah. uh 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone has to get their two cents in and yeah. be able, and be able, and work together on it. And singularity of vision gets diluted very early. I got, I just did a um uh project that uh unfortunately delayed the release of the uh, Twitter thing um uh for a bit, but it was uh one that I uh, one that I had to take. I was directing it and we laid out like uh I had this very kind of um I want to bid on it on my style friends and they had a very unique kind of like look to them and uh everyone loved them at first and then of course like you get sign off and then it goes down the pipeline and <laughs> yep. then like after things are greenlit they're just like let's change everything and it's and we're like why are we doing this it was like well the person who like approved the bid is not the person who's giving you notes now it goes through the machine where everyone has to give two cents you know and i'm yeah. not complaining about notes sometimes they do uh, most of the time they do make a project better not when they rip apart the vision. it's the notes are great when you know yeah it's no I, it's it's so hilariously true it's like they bring you on because of your skill at doing this and then they make you do something completely different it's like why why did you bring me on it's it's like mm -hmm. being it's it's buck breaking <laughs> it's literally like they buck break us like we do like a little <laughs> dance for them and, yeah. and we do like this dance. We're like, look, we're so cool. We're so good. And then they're like, oh, we love your stuff. We would love to do this for this thing. And then they, yeah, we love in. what you do. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then like, can you actually do something completely, yeah, completely different than, than what you do? I'm like, I have a whole portfolio of like this one thing. <laughs> yeah. So but, how does know. the bid um, process yeah, work? Just the, Oh, uh, well, bids, some, uh, sometimes I bid and uh, I'd say 60% of the time I don't have to bid for anything. I just get hired on a project to be, to do the, to do, to do animation or design slash animation, you know, like, like a lot of the time I'm just like a freelancer or a, or a uh, freelance um, uh, project director where I'm like, uh, where I'm like uh, working, uh, managing like a, a, a team of motion designers and doing the mo and doing style frames myself usually when I'm in that role and some just motion design to get over there. Uh, but I'm talking too much in the weeds. Um, uh, a lot of the time I'll just get hired to be the hands on the project. The bid process is usually in my experience, even with very big companies, uh, somewhat like not as formal as you'd think they you uh just um uh gather some reference maybe make a design example or a motion test like maybe most a lot of the time you don't even have to it's just more about gathering reference putting a deck together and then just um giving a uh giving a breakdown of the steps of the project um how many people you're going to need and then pricing that all, all that out in the bid and then usually there's um uh once you get going on the project you take another look at the budget uh and reevaluate like uh what the um staff re needs really are but yeah it's just a deck everything's a deck everything gets done in a deck i see and so is this as a director this is as like an animation director uh this is kind of more like uh this uh 
this is as an animating director if I'm working with a uh, usually a small studio who is hiring me to do the animation component of a project. They don't really know animation, so they'll need me to price it out for them and draw on my kind of um, uh, network to hire people. Um, uh, or, or if I'm uh, bidding for a project uh, under as my own company, which I which I do from time to time. I see. Okay, so this is like as a production company, basically. Yeah, in motion graphics, um, motion you, you can. Be, yeah, in motion graphics, you can kind of be a one-man production company, like okay. uh, because you because either you're doing it yourself or you're hiring two or three of your friends to do the project with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, how does the bid come through the door? How do you find the what to bid on? All, all just people I've worked with, like all, all, all hearsay. I've never heard of. I've never heard of a project to bid on any other way. Then um, uh, someone I uh, the the big one that I just worked on was a, a friend of mine that I've worked with for a couple years at a big com- at a company uh, had recommended me to another friend who has a production company who needed someone to handle animation. So all like that, uh, a lot of just like an email will show up in my inbox every now and then. Then like we we found your website through like something that was posted somewhere and uh, like wondering what you can do for us. Um, I, I, uh, I do bids more infrequently because I don't go out looking for them. Um, uh, I do go out looking for freelance motion jobs, which is, I just email, I just email studios and be like, do you need a motion designer, you know, or a director yeah. uh, or like, and, and, and they're just like, Every, and then they're like, yeah, and then I get hired. But the bids is all just networking, all just people, friends of friends. I see. Very cool. So, and you can make great money in this, right? I mean, like, what is as a what do these bids run? Like, it, yeah, not on just the oh the, yeah yourself yeah. slide, but like, say a big one of these big videos, and you're not even doing the whole video. Are you just doing the just the motion graphics part? Oh uh, well, uh, for. For a lot of these that are more like like if if I'm bidding for something, the project is a motion graphics project. So it's kind of something like this, the the blue animation we just did, where like it'll be a a, seri- a series of a series of a couple videos or one video that is like uh, that accompanies like a campaign or something, and I'll probably like. And usually there's other deliverables, like uh, there's usually some stills, some like GIFs or something, you know, like there's usually a set of deliverables, but focusing around the centerpiece of animation. I see. Um, and it's great. It's great money. And the best part is you can teach yourself how to do it. If there are any frogs or like um, people like uh, uh, young guys out there that are like kind of stuck and they don't know what to do learn after effects and cinema 4d um blender is good too but the studios don't use blender so learn cinema 4d um uh, uh and if you're more technically minded learn houdini you'll actually get paid the most for that um but if you if you're if you're like someone out there who doesn't know what to do just teach yourself these programs make some projects put, put together a website and then just like uh, try and do, do, be a freelance animator, be a freelance motion designer, because you can you can make good money 
and it's uh, it's um, it's great because you make as much money as the effort as a freelancer you will make like you'll get out what you put in so if you want to work really hard you'll and take a lot of jobs uh, you can you will um, make uh, you you will make more money um, and it, or you can I know people who work six months out of the year and take six months off you know um and as far as the pricing like uh, the last job i did like all together it had a, a quarter of a million dollar budget jesus Christ. um i didn't get i didn't get a quarter of a million dollars um i got uh i got about i i got about um i got about uh i don't want to be it's too a, exact <laughs> you yeah, don't have but, to, you don't have to get it yeah in. i yeah but i made i made um I made what could conceivably be like um, uh, close to half a year's income off the job. So yeah. uh, it, it allowed me to like finish the blue project, you know, like yeah. do other things. Like I, I always try and uh, do one for them do and use that to fund something I want to do myself. Yeah. <clears throat> no, the, the money in our world is so insane. And you, it, it's so they, kind of people don't realize it, I think, a lot of times. They don't there, are, there are companies. Uh, it yeah. took me a little to adjust to. Bidding is weird because if you're not used to throwing those numbers around, you're just like, it It doesn't, it, it feels weird to quote somebody a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. But then yeah. you account, but then you account, and I'll tell you, like, we quoted that. And for the, amount we had to do in the time they wanted it done like honestly i could have quoted more like i was stretched pretty i was working a lot i was stretched yeah. pretty fucking thin i could like um uh it, it, they just needed the type of they needed the type of animation that just required a uh it was very labor intensive and uh in order to do it in the amount of time they wanted we just had to hire a bunch of people and i and i, and I like underestimated how much work it is how much work it would be just to find enough people who could do this particular skill you know and okay. uh, so like hiring became a large part of my job um all that to be said, uh, yeah, there, there, there are companies with a billion dollar ad budgets that waste money like you wouldn't believe, and they oh. all have staff. They all have staff. Uh, they're all staffed by like these make work program uh, uh, fucking bitches that just yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Their, their their job is like I don't even know what their their job is to uh, like sit quietly in Zoom meetings and then say one thing at the end of the meeting that. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and then click a bunch of buttons click in Workfront. my favorite of all of the apps the most evil one of them all is called Workfront. it's adobe's like project management software have you ever ah, used it no. oh no, dude it is God. like <laughs> app to total satan and it's uh it, it's hilarious because it's called Workfront, which is the perfect name because there's literally the front of work it's like not work but it's pretend work yeah it's like the longhouse button clicking software of all button clicking softwares mm. like it doesn't let you do anything efficiently <laughs> like nothing works like th there's a there's like a feedback because you know i was a creative director so i gave feedback mm -hmm. all the time to my designers like that were on my team yeah and you know it is the easiest fucking thing in the world to give feedback on Figma on any of a million programs right any yeah. any of a million programs is but built to give yeah. feedback Workfront insists on like using like a 
it, it looks like a PDF from 2010. Like, it, and <laughs> you can't operate it. Like you can't indicate what you want in it. And we would have to like give feedback on the original PDF and then replicate it into Workfront. Like we would have to mm -hmm. like redo all of our feedback in Workfront because Workfront wasn't able to like draw it from whatever the original document was. And it's like, yeah. it is literally designed to give people something to do that's not work all day long. <laughs> it's, it's like yeah, the, the, pro the whole purpose of navigating the program is the work. Yeah, um, nothing so that makes, made that no difference. I didn't, I didn't check. So I, I didn't even like, I just don't even do it until somebody forces me to do it. I didn't check mm -hmm. a single fucking thing I was supposed to check in there for like eight months until no, <laughs> finally somebody like the project manager checked and they were like, Isaac, have you not been, have you not been marking your, your tasks as complete? And I was like, no, I've never done that. <laughs> no. <Why? laughs> and like, and like, have you done anything no problem, here? So. Like, I mean, like, how do we know you've done anything? I was like, clearly it didn't make a difference until you looked at it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So still moving. Yeah. 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 So how did you get in the animation to begin with? I would actually love to to hear that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I went to art school. Um, uh, I, I went to, uh, I went to art school. Um, uh, art school was like when I first read pill because of how fucking awful it is. And like, I thought I mistakenly thought I was there for them to like teach me how to like become a professional artist. But so uh, I, 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 it was, um, it was like just before woke really blew up. Like I was leaving. Um, I always like I uh, I get out of the blast zone for a lot of the uh, a lot of these things just in time. I left college. I, I graduated high school right before heroin devastated my town. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, because I'm like, I look back and I'm like, oh, I definitely would have probably fallen into that it's very lucky that i oh, yeah, uh, got out in time and um like everyone like two grades younger than me which just like od 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 it was terrible um but i got out of, i i got out right before heroin devastated my hometown went to art school big city um and i graduated like like in like like a cut like a year or two before like everything got like really religious like zealot woke shit like in in the universities and it was still was that proto version of it when i was there but it was more like occupy wall street style you know and um i say i was red pilled in art school and it's a long process so like going in and even towards the end i was still what like looking back what you'd call like a liberal or even a leftist and um but it all started to kind of that worldview started to kind of break down when I was there because I was still someone who very much believed in uh, merit in, in like a meritocracy and like that, like the antiquated notion that some people are better at art than other people. And why are we giving so much? Why are we focus? Why is the school focusing so much resources on like promoting things that are obviously shit and like doesn't seem to care at all about how good anybody is like doesn't that reflect poorly on the school? Don't you want people to like go on and have successful careers? But I didn't realize that then like their job wasn't to make you good. It was to like change what was considered good so yeah. that these people could just do shit and you now that shit would be considered good. So um, a lot of, a lot of um, early 
a lot of early red pills in art school. Um, uh, I was I didn't have the option of not working though. So like I it was either it was either um, I get a job in my in um, and at this point I didn't know whether I wanted to be an animator. But at this point it was either I get a job or I go back to my hometown and like uh, I don't know like do fencing you know like uh, uh not like not the sport i mean like yeah, putting fences a, I, building fences around like, people's backyards yeah, like, no, yeah, like, yeah we were a real blue collar like olympic fencing team down no no i was like i, was I like, thought you said it was heroin i didn't realize in you know yeah, Greenwich, no, connecticut I mean, like, there was a heroin problem <laughs> no 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 i meant like putting up fences like or or landscaping i did landscaping i drove trucks i did that i did um but uh so yeah those are things so i um i started like while i was a uh while i was a um uh they didn't ha- my school didn't have a motion like a motion graphics department it had just a straight class so i took an after effects class and i didn't really think anything of it then i met uh through a friend of a friend a guy who was just a news graphics guy at like one of the networks um, and he and he just did news graphics, and uh, I was it was like I did it through After Effects. So I I just kind of and the work wasn't like mind blowing or anything, but he was just doing artwork and getting paid, you know. And so I was like, oh, if I want to get paid, I need to get good at this program. So I got good at After Effects, and then I learned a little bit more about uh, motion graphics and realized like I could could you get more work if I knew 3D stuff. So I got good at Cinema 4D. And um, then I just started to try and get as many jobs as I could while I was still in school my senior year. So like, I just like was on like school job boards, just anything. Like I did an animation for the barbershop where they cut my hair because the guy wanted something and I got free haircuts, you know? So I just did anything to build a portfolio. And then by the time I graduated, I got hired. um, I got hired uh at like um a new media company uh uh that um uh uh i i got hired at a new media company i'm not gonna say which one but uh and uh and uh yeah uh just got hired to do motion graphic that's how i broke in nice so are you more of a movie guy or more of an art guy art guy art guy i love movies but i was never like um uh, I didn't go to art school with the intention of being a filmmaker or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, I just, I kind of happened into it a little later because I like doing animations, particularly short animations. So did uh, you I have like short films a lot? Okay. Did you have, did you want to be a fine artist? Uh, I had, um, I had uh, uh, pipe dreams of it. Yeah. So, um, well, I honestly, mean... honestly, no, I was kind of, no, not really. I, I the pipe dreams are more like, what if I took a painting class and it turned out I'm a fucking genius, which I'm not. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like no, it was more like I I went I did I went to art school with the because uh, I was good at art and uh, uh I, and I, I was I was good at it and I didn't have the grades for anything else. Um, uh, so. I had a good portfolio out of high school. I went into art school with the idea of getting a job in art, whatever the fuck that looked like. Yeah. Okay. I see. So you were, yeah, it's, it's funny because like I also, as a writer, 
didn't have the option to ever do it not for money. You know, I mean, although I did do it yeah. not for money, but I was always, you know, I did it for when I was coming up, you know, I'm a nonfiction writer. That's always what I've been. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I started, I cut my teeth. The first job I ever had was losangeles.com, which was literally a cyber squatting site. <laughs> like, do you, do you know what cyber squatting <laughs> is? No, holding domains. Yeah. It's like, like, you're not yeah, allowed yeah. to just hold a domain forever, but so you have to like pretend that it's a website. <laughs> so somebody hired me <laughs> to basically like for $20, an article to write shit on losangeles.com to like pretend it was a publication. So I went around LA when I first moved here, like telling everybody I worked for losangeles.com and everybody thought I meant Los Angeles magazine. <laughs> So like beautiful, perfect. I like system. got into like Chateau Marmont parties and shit because everybody was like, "Oh, he's a writer for LosAngeles.com," and then they go to the website and it was just like a shitty, like it was like just like nothing <laughs> like on. HTML, just yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like an H. It was like a palm tree with like two links. Like, what do you think of this, Mister? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I, I thought you said you worked for LosAngeles.com. I was like, I do. Yeah, there uh, so, so that that's like how I started. So I also started for no money, but I've always been, I've never been one of these, like, I think the rich kids that like, if you were the same exact person and were a rich kid, mm -hmm. like you would have probably been like, oh, I'm going to be a fine artist. Right. Like, because that's just how yeah, they probably think could have done it. it too, you know, but like, uh, I, I, I they probably could have done it. But the thing with any of these careers is they require a massive time investment. Yeah, and exactly. Like you can only do that to, even if you're getting paid shit. It's something, and you can only, and I could only do that time investment if I was getting something. We're getting paid, exactly. You know? Yeah. No, same. I've always looked at it that way too. I've always been like, no, fuck that. You're paying me. I'm never gonna go like, you know, do your stupid internship. I've always been like, no, you're you're giving me fucking money, you know. And it's funny because I kind of yeah. regret it a little bit because I look back and I see, you know, like I went back to portfolio school to finish my, uh, you know, my actual copywriting portfolio. And I see some mm -hmm. people I went with who were like, these were grown men. These were 33, 34 year old men who like accepted the like internship at the ad agency making 35 grand a year at 30, at 33 years old to like start at the bottom of the food chain to like make it up to creative director. Right. And now that yeah. was like five years ago. A lot of those guys are already creative directors. At like big agencies, I'm like, I'm like, well, I kind of like can see why they did it. But for me, as a 33 year old man, I was like, you think I'm going to go fucking make 30 grand as an intern? Fuck you. Like, I would have never done that. Like, I just no fucking chance, you know, because I've been hustling for so long. I'm like, I'm not going to like yeah. restart this now. Like, fuck that. You know, like, I just I'll figure it out on my own, really, you know. So yeah, I you, think you are right that sometimes like uh, like there is a pipeline that they have in place. One of my big mistakes uh, is kind of similar in that regard was like I didn't realize uh, when I was starting out, I didn't realize there was a separate pipeline for art directors as there was uh, like uh, animators. So I was like, oh, if I just get really good at animating, then I'll get promoted to an art director. 
and I got like I never got promoted fucking anywhere. And I like one time asked someone asked someone I trust, and it was like, no, because they hire art directors to be art directors. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. well, well, why can't I just be an art director? <laughs> and they're just like, because yeah. you don't have an art director portfolio. And yeah, because like, you don't well, have I've been that. Fucking animating this whole time. You know? yeah, exactly. Like no one ever hires you to do something you haven't done before. So well, if you need to, yeah. It's yeah. this HR. I, HR has literally fucking destroyed. I mean, like <laughs> it is literally destroyed everything because HR, they don't, mm. it, it's so true. It's like, Oh, you don't have, it doesn't say our director on here. You can't do that. Whereas I guarantee you, since you actually know how to do the animation, you'd be 20 times better than an art directing than any of these people because you actually have just- the skill, you know? And it's like, but they can't see it like that. And it's so, it really is. This is why what we're doing is so important. I really, really like, not even from a political standpoint, from a purely economic standpoint, what we're doing is so important. Oh yeah. They could trim. Yeah. They can just trim. These, all these the agencies, exactly. Yeah. These agencies could do what Elon did to Twitter and like they could hire In they could fire 80% people. No, no one would notice. No one would notice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. And I think what you just you know, the thing that we just made, this this video is perfect example of that. Like we made this, you know, just us, just you. And, and you know, we're also doing some similar work with all based dudes, all based, you know, guys on mm-hmm. Twitter who are doing this stuff in their free time. And the stuff that we're making is 10 times better than, you know, people who are doing it in the middle zone. It's probably as good as the Kodos, as the Bucks of the world, right? But people mm. th- that costs so much money, like the branding work we're doing right now at Will is the exact same as what I was doing at Kodo. It's just for mm. one sixth of the price. It's just so much less expensive because we don't have all this nonsense that you have to, you know, that you have. To- yeah, you don't have to make work programs that you have to hire. You don't have to. You right. don't have to. Um, y- yeah, you don't have to hire like. Uh, girl to like um i don't know, send three emails a day you know and be like on the um on the creative team you know yeah. like when we, yeah when we hire the girls what yeah i'm i was gonna make a never mind um <laughs> what, one thing <laughs> so so yeah. uh and, you, uh, let me yeah. be clear that there there are there i there are men in these make work programs oh yeah they're spirit they're spiritually female (laughs) and there are women i mean like there are definitely women who i've worked with who are awesome you know and who who add a ton of value and who are very talented um so i'm not gonna say that you know i've I've met one or two of them (laughs) few and far between (laughs) yeah i don't want to be one of these guys i don't want to like totally equivocate but uh, because it is true that there are certain like, I don't know. Let, let's not even. Uh, you can, not even you can notice patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, so I, I am curious about your like. Are you still? Do you still follow the mainstream art world? Because because well, actually, yeah. Like, let's talk about your passage prize work a little bit. Like, what what was okay? What, what's your are there people in the mainstream prestige art world that you respect? You mean like, um, you mean like fine art world? Yeah. Like currently working artists. Um, you know, I, um, I, I wanted to say yes, but it's been a while. I used to more, 
but um yeah no i don't i don't really follow the fine art world um i i i have animators that i that i really like and filmmakers that i really like that's probably as close as close as i get but no i, I don't really follow the fine art world much at all anymore um uh, about my passage prize uh piece was really just like um uh, when I saw I was a lurker uh, on Twitter for a long time, and I would just like follow uh, Lomez, you know, and I, I saw that he was doing the site competition, and um, uh, and uh, I and I was and yeah, I I saw he was doing the site competition. It spoke to me. I was really frustrated with like not doing anything ever that I that was like anything I believed in, um, and. That was that was more me just trying to like take a stab at doing like a set of of images instead of animations. Um, and um, uh, and yeah, I wasn't even thinking of it necessarily as fine art in that. I was just trying to make the most compelling images I could that had the themes that I wanted that put together like a vision of architecture and kind of like uh really it was like when i said the 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 the, uh the that the somewhere like buck has the wrong telos that they have the wrong why they're making art i just wanted to make something that had the why that i that i wanted something that like was really about like um beauty and uh transcendence and like uh and like art being art having something about like the the nature of transcendent beauty to people um and that being expressed through architecture human figure and um and like uh and culture represented in clothing um i'm sounds all pretentious and stuff i i don't like talking about those as much as i do like like regular animation but um but yeah that was me just kind of like trying to go back take a uh, 10 steps back from all the work i'd been doing and doing something that was more like kind of uh unique to myself and uh, my, uh, uh, yeah so what what form do those works take uh so i did uh i did most of them in uh, uh in i i did like i blocked out the scenes in blender i i a lot of it was uh most of it was uh 3d modeled uh and textured and then i did a bit of digital painting over top of them to give them a uh to give them a painterly quality if that's fascinating so how are the figures actually made like like oh so the figure the figures i um, I modeled my own, um, and then they, they weren't good enough. Um, so I downloaded, um, fucking, uh, <laughs> I literally downloaded, um, the same figures that they used to make their shitty porn animation. <laughs> you know, you know, the ones. Yeah. Like, like whenever there's like those porn ad video games, they all come from, uh, they, they all come from like these, um, figure libraries i forget the exact name of the 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 library that they come from but they they 
it's that's not their sole purpose. They come from a uh, a licensable um, asset that is just like perfect anatomy figures, but that's what they're often used for. Um, so I did that. The clothing, that's the only part I didn't make myself was the figures. The clothing I made in a program called Marvelous Designer that does like cloth simulation and you can stick stitch clothing together in wow. it. I made all the textures myself and I modeled everything else myself. That's so fascinating. So like, what is the figure? Like, are these things basically like blocks of code? Um, like when you say a figure the, library, what what is that a library of? Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, um, it's the 3D project files. It's, um, uh, the like like a JPEG like an image is a JPEG. A three D model is a OBJ or an FXB. Um, uh, probably these were FXBs because they included rigs. It's like the digital version of a PNG that you can like just send between uh, project files. So I bring that in, and then I get like that three D object in my program, and I uh, can place it and manipulate it and animate it. Um, then in terms of the cl clothing and stuff, it, I could do a cloth simulation with clothing I design in this other program called Marvelous. And then you export that as a different type of file that can um, that holds that data, uh, but will come into the Blender as a uh, as a as a model. Wow. <clears throat> it's fascinating. It's a fascinating world, all about how these all these like things that fit together. I mean, how hard is this stuff? Like, like how hard is After Effects? After Effects is easy. Um, anyone can learn After Effects. Um, the, the this uh, 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 like if you know Photoshop, if you can get your head around Photoshop, you can do After Effects because it's Photoshop on a timeline. Um, uh, like you, where you keyframe your Photoshop stuff. Um, it's there's a little bit more to it than that, but not much more to it. Um, three D is a learning curve, but uh, all of that stuff. What I just said with like marvelous designer is stuff I didn't know how to do. Um, is stuff that uh I didn't know how to do before I started that project. I just like looked it up on YouTube. If you can look up all this stuff, how to do it on YouTube. Um, and that's why I'll say like, I am good. It takes skill. Like, it's not like I could have just, if I didn't know how to do three, if I didn't, if I wasn't a good artist, I couldn't have done it because you have to know how to model, you know, like, like there's like just ge generic artistic skill there and you have to know how to model and design and make something look good. But technically speaking, it's, it's not the most complicated thing. There are deeper levels. I'd say I'm like, if I'm being very generous with myself, like I'm kind of at like a low mid level of 3d of like, like 3d proficiency. Um, uh, I can do, there's some things like, uh, there's certain pipelines I'm better at than others, but I'm like, as a 3D generalist, I'm at kind of like a lower mid level. There are guys out there who go much, much, much deeper with this than, than me. It gets, it's, it can be as easy or as difficult as you'd like it to be. Um, you can, you can go really deep on certain features, or you can just buck in like move stacks of blocks and make a tower, you know, like, 
Yeah. So have you ever thought about doing it for Hollywood? Um, I have, but I've never had a reason to. Um, I've never, uh, I've never, um, I've, I've never had to seek out one of those jobs. From what I hear, they can be kind of shit. Um, I'll, uh, uh, and, uh, yeah, and I probably, it's also a different career pipeline. Like it would be kind of like I'm starting over, you know, as a motion graphics guy, like I'm more of a kind of uh, generalist in the sense that like I know a lot of programs and it's almost like a mixed media job where I'm like stitching a lot of things together. I'm compositing like different things from different programs. I know a little bit of everything. I'm pretty good. I can do 2D cell animation. You know, I can do hand-drawn animation, which I do a little bit. And then I'll combine that with like text animation, which is like probably the biggest thing in uh, motion graphics. So it's a lot of text animation. And then uh, I'll do like just like um, vector designs that I'll. It's like it's about bringing all these elements together in uh, motion graphics. Um, whereas if I was in a movie pipeline, I'd be like I'd be like the guy animating the thumb on every character. You know, like it's a much you're a much smaller part of a much bigger pipeline. Yeah, right. You see those, uh, the credits of these Marvel movies, and it's like yeah, thousands and thousands of people that are on these animation squads. It's crazy. Yeah. Also, a lot of that is, um, uh, a lot of that too is uh, kind of a different pipeline also, which is just real, like real heavy compositing. And that's a different program. People use like Nuke and Flame for that, which is I I have never actually gotten into. There are some things I could probably do with Nuke if I wanted to, but I don't have a reason to learn it right now. But like that's where you get like all that crazy layering of different like three. That that's how they like put the three D uh, out of like the Maya out of the three D render in composited in with the actors and the scene and stuff. Like they have these programs where they can layer all the different assets. Uh, and make that work through fucking magic. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um, okay. Well, let's finish up by getting back to our Twitter thing. So, um, yeah. Sorry, I've been just running my mouth about. Like, oh no, no, no! It's great. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I, this is fascinating. I think this is actually, you know, probably our most informative episode so far. It's really good to like hear how the sausage is made. Um. The great part about all this stuff is it is all stuff you can teach yourself how to do how to do. If you're yeah. determined, you don't need to pay a tri- uh, you don't need to pay a hundred thousand dollars to go to art school to do this. If you uh, if you uh, are determined to practice, you can go from not knowing anything to uh, working uh, in any of these programs in a year or two. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, <laughs> cool. So. Uh, of course, we have this Twitter news of the new CEO. Oh, yes. So we weren't really ready uh-huh. for that while, as we were making this because, again, we were making yeah, this. Yeah, which was a, I was a couple days too late. <laughs> well, I, we'll see. But uh, yeah, we, we will see. We were making this originally like to be like, hey, Elon, like come hire us to do your marketing. Um, so mm-hmm. it's a very, you know, kind of. It's something that's pretty edgy and it would probably appeal to Elon, whereas this new woman would have no idea what it even me- means, I would imagine. But um, so uh, 
what do you make? Also, by the way, we still need a tagline. We haven't we haven't come up with the t- final tagline, have we? Uh, I, I, you sent me a couple. Um, so, uh, do we want the "It's over" to be on the end card, or do we want a tag a tagline to be on the end card and the "It's over" to be on the computer screen right before the end card? Uh, we're doing the work on the. Let pod. me send. Uh, let, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Let it's me, good. Uh, we should do it on here. Um, <laughs> I think. No, let me should... s- let me send you the let me send you the latest render, and then you'll and decide we'll based on what that was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have um, to. But, I have to think about it, but um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so what do you think? I mean, yeah, probably our tagline will change now because you know originally our point was like this. Twitter 2.0 is this really great thing where people can actually be and not be canceled immediately by, you know, a combination of intelligence agencies and large corporations, which is you know, just so hilarious that the left is so excited. It's so excited when speech is being controlled to- by the FBI and, you know, like AB InBev. They love that. They the don't lab. fucking care. They they yeah. they don't they don't they don't care. They they don't care about hypocrisy. They no, care about they care about hurting and embarrassing people they don't like. And they and that's that's it. There's no deeper. There isn't much deeper. The philosophy is almost entirely window dressing. Um, but yeah, no. The the animation was um, very much. Um, kind of exuberant about the about uh uh about twitter and about new twitter and about kind of like twitter like anon culture um um that the timing of releasing this kind of changes things a little bit because it's a moment of uncertainty where i'm like yeah. uh, i i don't want to make it i don't want to seem like i'm uh when i release this right after this news we seem like i'm saying how great twitter is as a message of support for the new CEO, uh, I, um, I I I also don't want to be super blackpilled and say like it's going to be awful. Like it, there are things that are concerning, uh, very concerning. But I don't want to be just a, I don't want to be blackpilled about it. But I'm definitely like in uh, acknowledging that like it's definitely much more of a state of uncertainty right now. We changed up the ending a little bit, so it ends on a more ambiguous note. Over like, right. is the next update good? Like the next update is uh, leaves it in a tentative state, but uh, and it's kind of. Uh, but I'm still stand by the content because even if it was for that like couple months where we got uh, free for all, that free for all was really fun. Uh, Elon was posting FBI crime statistics. It was kind of cool. <laughs> well, so what, tell me your hot take. What do you think uh, is actually happening here? With what's her name, Linda Vaccaro? Something like that. Uh, I, I I'm one of those people who can read names but not know how to say it after reading it. Um, but uh, my my hot take is um, is I I don't I probably don't have a good one. I don't think it's 4D chess. I think um, he is trying. He is stuck between a rock and a hard place, where he's trying to. He he wants the site to be awesome and uh, good for us, and I think he's more based. That Elon is more based than he lets on public eye. But I also think he's stuck between that and like really knows how to run a successful business, wants to run a successful business, 
and knows that really the Twitter is um, still, despite like blue, I don't imagine that makes up a large percentage of the revenue. He needs ad revenue and he hires someone whose core function in life is to fucking like bring in ad revenue and he yeah. and he and he's um willfully or um he's willfully or not looking past all of the other stuff and convincing himself like oh you know well she's uh she's a rational centrist it'll be okay but really whether he knows this or not like that is how the ratchet always turns left the rational centrist is always one fucking click to the left of the last one yeah, until yeah. that until, <laughs> until like the, until you compromise incrementally into becoming uh into uh like into becoming like yeah just like uh like a, a narco tyranny yeah i mean that's a great way to put it why why the chahulu always mar- marches left is because the rational it's they they know how to pull out rationalism right it's like they weaponize rationalism to the point where it's like well like what do you mean like oh uh it doesn't what about human decency you know what about doesn't everyone have the right to live with dignity you know are you saying that you don't want these people to live with dignity and then next thing you know everything is human human rights yeah Yeah. next thing you know you can't say a man is not a woman or else you're you're censored it's like yeah you can't say you you know they just like inch 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 and that's why that's why it's so important that we're just like you know that's in my life i've done this you know in my life i've just said no Mm -hmm. i am no longer playing this game i'm i'm not gonna like people come at me you know even family members who are still dumb enough to try to approach me and talk about this, which most of them are not. But I used to like try and, you know, like explain it to them. (laughs) And now I just, it's not something that could be. Yeah, no, they can't understand. Yeah. One of one of Yarvin's core insights is, is this is not something that could be rational explained away or something. And they weaponize rationalism to people who are, uh, who would be who are smart enough to like have a rational arguments appeal to them, and then they weaponize weaponize like irrationalism to the people for the, who that appeals to. It's, but it's all about like it, it's all about uh, it, it's all about just like centralizing their power. Um, so, but it, 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 uh, to uh, the second part of what you said, which was. Uh, yeah uh i'm I'm sorry i'm taking uh, my mouth i i I lose track of what i'm saying sometimes um (laughs) the 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 first part but then then we were talking about the ceo stepping in um yeah the, the the other thing they do besides these is they embed themselves everywhere and it's hard and it's really hard to avoid that problem because everyone with any everyone with who's achieved any sort of credentials in the last decade has had to pander to the to progressivism and to like every every project of the progress of progressivism uh, to some extent because that is how you get ahead in our world. Our, yeah. We live in a society where the state religion is a progressive religion. So yeah. in order to, for, to in order to further yourself, you have to adhere to that. 
it's only and uh that includes elon too because like elon is um and i'm not saying he's necessarily wrong for this but he's someone who has very deeply ingratiated himself into the progressive worldview because his whole project was an environmentalist project was uh, the electric cars but he snuck he got uh, he got independently wealthy enough that he could go off on his own shit elsewhere you know that's not ever that's not everybody so in order to find people to to uh he has a staffing problem in order to find people that that could run twitter like most of the and get advertisers most of the people like who have any experience doing that are going to have to be uh like people with a progressive background yeah yeah yeah. the the only other way he could just say fuck it and hire something cool which uh, i was hoping he'd do but yeah yeah, Elon is from what I, in reading um, Teal's book. Teal describes Elon as <clears throat> like the greatest salesman he's ever met. And I, I, the only thing I remember is he one of his rules was that if the, one of his rules for success in business is don't compete with Elon Musk. So yeah, uh, right. uh, yeah. like. Elon is an operator. He's a salesman. You know, mm-hmm. he's the funny thing is he's he's not a visionary really at all. You know, I mean, in compared to uh, his his cohort of Bezos and um, uh, Jobs, he's the by mm-hmm. far the least visionary of those three. Uh, like by far, he doesn't really even have very interesting ideas at all. Elon, you know, it's like, let's go to space. Let's make electric cars. You know, like he doesn't. I'm going to, I'm going to disagree with you there. Uh, like, I'm not, yeah, no, I'm not like a big Elon Schiller or anything. He's um, been criticizing this choice, but I'm like, um, yeah, no, the, the, he, I think Elon tackles has a real knack for tackling hard problems yeah, where yeah, everyone no, else sure. tackles easy problems. Yeah. No, no. Like he, going to like, yeah. like going like the, like I, I, going to building a large rocket is like barely possible because of just like physics is like, like scaling up rockets like that is insane it's a it's a hard problem whereas like uh someone like jobs his big insight wasn't even computing he was riding rising the he was writing uh moore's law um like uh, he was writing moore's law um, of just computers yeah. getting better and better, but he was just the best at um, packaging them into a product that is like a core part of your life and kind of an extension of yourself. Like Bill Gates wasn't doing that. Steve Jobs was. Well, but Jobs also came up with the podcast. He came up with the, you know, podcast wouldn't exist without Jobs. He came up, he came up with the smartphone. He made what computers, <clears throat> he came up with streaming music. I mean, like, he I, was I a, guess I guess you know. you're right that. Yeah, I guess you're right that Elon hasn't invented anything. Then, I just mean, right. I'm fundamentally not like, different. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like not, okay, the electric car is still a car. I get what you're saying in that regard. Yeah. No, like, again, I'm not taking anything away from Elon at all. I'm just saying he's, mm-hmm. a, you know, I'm totally team Elon. I, I think he's an absolute hero and I like him more than than the other two. Right. I, I don't. I would be perfectly mm-hmm. fine if smartphones didn't exist at all, frankly. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, don't, no, I, I don't do, give a I shit. Do, you know, like, I, I, I don't do really get, like these things. Yeah. 
Well, sorry, I do what? get what you're saying that he. Uh, no, I do get what you're saying that he now that he yeah he hasn't invented anything that like completely changed the landscape. It's like he has a better he has a diff, a car that's different and a and rockets that are better. I guess yeah, the reusable I, rocket, but the reusable yeah. rocket was something NASA was trying to do forever as well. Uh, he it, yeah. SpaceX just did it better. But yeah, no, he I I get what you're saying from that standpoint. Yeah, he ta- I think you put it right. He's a better problem solver probably than the other two because he tackles these existing problems and solves them, which is in a way harder. You know, like going to space and, and doing yeah. the electric car, there's actually more working against you. Um, yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny, right? Because like the electric car, that was something that was there. Remember, like who killed the electric car? It's a conspiracy. It's these big yes, corporations. Yes. You know, remember that whole thing. And it, so, it, yeah, I do. It wasn't a conspiracy. It's that everyone tried, and they're just like, "No, it's fucking sucks." Like, yeah, it, it just it didn't work. You can't make one that. Yeah, you can't make one that's longer enough range. They're not. But and yeah. Yeah, but it's like in a um, way yeah, he's like always he, he's kind of been an activist always. Like in all his projects are like people who say this is not working, but everybody wants it. Like he's kind of a populist. You know, he's always been kind of a populist. Like he takes these ideas yeah. that are unpopular in the corporate sphere or the power sphere, like space, mm-hmm. and then he finds a way to make them happen. This is actually making me think this is what our tagline should be about in some way. But uh <clears throat> I think that that's yeah, no, that's, that's a good like insight. what he does. Um, like he's he's always kind of done this. And Twitter is the same thing. Twitter is like taking it out of the hands of the power structure and like giving it to the people in a way. You know, making it happen anyway, even though mm-hmm. it's unpopular among the the power structure. I think is, but he's yeah, not really he, an inventor. Is all I mean. He doesn't like invent. He solves problems, but he doesn't like. With you know solving yeah. those hard problems, he has to come. They have to come up with new things. That's like true. like yeah, that's true. um. But yeah, like they they have to invent in order to solve them because it's the type of problem where lots of people looked at it and they're just like, hey, you know what? Maybe we could do it, but fuck it, it's not worth it, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. and it, but he's just like, now nah, we're going. We're going to do this. it. We're going to find um, a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that that's really true. But so my take on her is, I think uh, Linda Yaccarino, Yaccarino, uh, Yaccarino, Yaccarino, baby. Is it Linda? Linda, yeah. I just looked it up and I immediately forgot. I think it's Linda Yaccarino. And uh, so she, my sense is, <clears throat> I, so I, is Elon based? Here's, I think Elon is pretty based. I don't think he's like, I, I, I don't think it's true though. Like, I think we have this fantasy that Elon's like sitting around reading BAP or like, you know, no, trading Miladies no, secretly, and like you know, he did do the Milady tweet, of course. Which, of course, I was about to buy a Milady like the week before somebody tweeted this, but <laughs> um, uh, and so I don't think he's he, like he's I, he yeah. still believes that the, he still believes that there is a centrist option. Yes, I think he's still, that he he's still really very believes, much. Yeah, he believes the system yeah, can work, right? And how could he not believe it? Because he's always managed to change. Well the system. Yeah. yeah, right. It's worked really yeah. well for him. So I don't think he's like a accelerationist doomer. I, I don't think he's a millions yeah. must die. I don't think he's like listening to Bronze Age mindset. Um, I bet he doesn't like Yarvin. I bet him and Yarvin don't like each other at all. I, I would I would imagine. Um, 
just because they have such different yeah mortgages. i i bet he knows who yarvin is. oh absolutely no there's no question he knows who yarvin is i mean yarvin and teal are like yeah. good friends so he has to know hey, okay um yeah i, yeah, I, bet I, they, who, yeah, yeah. I, I I, I don't know. I don't know the nature of that. Well, I can't even speculate into the nature of that. Well, what those two are like, but um, I, but yeah, no, he he still very much um has kind of like the boomer mindset of like it, oh well, it's both sides are crazy, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, but like, sure, both sides are crazy. One side is the air we breathe. It's like the uh, I I I I mean that in like our society is progressive down to every detail. Like it is it, it, it to the point where you don't notice it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and I, it, has he realized point. that yet? I don't know. You know, has has he mm-hmm. gone that far? Also, I want to. I just need to caveat because I never edit. I don't know <laughs> that. Teal and Yarvin are good friends. I just say that based on purely uh, public knowledge. I don't have any insider knowledge on that at all. Teal so. invested in Nurbit, so I yeah, that's that that's that's what yeah. that's why I mean. I don't mean I don't. I'm not saying they're actually good friends. I'm just saying they are collaborators. So I would find it hard to believe that uh, Elon doesn't at least know who Yarvin is, just because there's so much history. Even if he didn't through the. Yeah, even if he didn't do that, I bet you he he follows enough people who on Twitter who fucking talk about Curtis and stuff. So um, yeah. uh, I just don't want people. Yeah, anyway, I don't. I don't want anybody like get. You know, I don't. I don't want to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, yeah, Yacarino, I think that she is. Um, I think that look, he's a master salesman. He's a master operator. That's what he's great at. He's great at solving these problems. I think that he knows he has to get these advertisers, as you said, right? Yaccarino mm-hmm. and him, I would imagine, probably like backstage after the somebody had a funny thing that they're banging, which I I could actually totally see that. Like I I could actually like they maybe have banged, but you know yeah, I think that they what. I say Elon. Elon is he he bangs everyone. Yeah, he's so yeah, yeah. which I love about him. But so so uh, I think he uh, there's a good. I think they probably connected, right? He probably has Mm. some way of picking people. He's probably a total genius at it. He's he's amazing at at getting these things done in the right way. He knows how to, uh, you know, get the right people in the right places, and he probably knew he had to throw a bone at these advertisers. He's been very naughty recently on Twitter, right? He's been going really hard, right? Uh, really hard, right? Wing shit. He's gotten closest to us as he's ever has before. Right. Like in these past yeah. weeks. Um, yeah. And he's tweeting ladies. you know, I mean, that was really bold. Uh, yeah. And so like, Miladies are just so everybody knows. Miladies are kind of like a um, uh, board eight Biop Club NFT project in our space that was created by a guy named a guy trans girl whatever named Charlotte Fang, 
uh, who was outed as like a you know promoting Nazi stuff, blah blah blah. But of course, Charlotte Fang is like Cambodian or something. It's like totally ridiculous. But uh, I don't even know if they're he she is Cambodian. They're something. They're uh, I don't know what Charlotte Fang is. You can look it up. But um, they're they're not white, and so. Mm. Uh, and then it's all ironic. It's all anyway. So to, the, Elon recently tweeted a meme with a man, lady huh? in it. What? Sorry, what? I said uh, not white, but a man still. <laughs> what? What? I said, but also a man still. But I don't want to do that. Yeah, I, I don't know. But uh, so. Um, uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, he's gotten very close to us recently. So I think that he like, look, he said a thing earlier where he indicated in an earlier tweet right when he bought Twitter that he had had a deal with the advertisers to ban certain people. We had that ADL list. ADL published a list of the people they wanted banned. Right. So you can assume that that Mm -hmm. ADL list, if you cross that ADL list, ADL has relationships with the companies, with the advertisers. It's really not that complicated. They no, have really certain isn't. people. They, yeah. what? It, it, it isn't. They just make lists. Yeah, and then exactly. because the, the SPLC does the same thing, yeah. uh, they, they they just have people who just make arbitrary lists. And yeah. because that is a name that these companies recognize as the good progressive the name they just yeah. adhere to that list they, no matter yeah, what. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they, they're like, oh, well, we this is where, you know, and they probably share money in some way. So, yeah. so, uh, Elon seemed like he had a deal with the advertisers to not mess with him, to not pull all his advertising dollars from Twitter. Uh, if he kept certain people banned, if he still did a little bit of maintenance, and if he uh, like you know cooperated in certain ways, early on they broke that promise right out of the gate. So they pulled like all his yeah. advertising funds, even though they said they weren't going to. And he tweeted about this. He said they said yeah, they yeah, weren't going to do this. So now fuck them. And then he brought back Trump. He, you know, he did a, but he broke all his promises too. Like, cause clearly that didn't work out. So his advertising yeah. revenue had to go to like, you know, very, very low. And, 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 you know, and as I said at the time, you know, like you can't really blame the advertisers because look, if the advertisers don't need Twitter, they're kind of just doing it so they can control speech in the first place. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like if there's not a legitimate market there, if Twitter isn't legitimately working and making a profit, you can't be that surprised that it's selling itself to woke corporations because that's just how these things work. If there's a power you, vacuum, you know, though, yeah. this is a separate conversation. I even working in this industry, making the actual <laughs> ads themselves and stuff. I still really don't know. It's like a closely guarded secret. What ads actually do fucking work and which ones don't. I think on Twitter ads just don't work at all. Like I, I yeah, think they, they don't yeah. work. They don't, but like I can, TV ads don't TV ads don't really work either anymore, except with certain very old demos. I'm pretty sure the only ads that like are proven to work these days are podcast ads. <laughs> well, or anyway, look, ad tracking is so hard. Yeah. Instagram clearly still works. Um, but okay, it's like, yeah. you know, you just, it's all crap. It's, you know, it's all this like, you know, yeah. bad shit. And uh, so, 
Um, but no, Twitter ads always had a terrible time converting. They they could never really make a lot of money on them. People just didn't mm-hmm. buy shit, you know, on Twitter. It just yeah. wasn't. And, and the tracking hurt it because it's like a TV ad. There is no real tracking, even to this day. You know, no, even no. to this day, you still can't track and those are yeah. nonsense. Right. So yeah. it's it's all bullshit. So it's like you can just say whatever. It's like you know, oh. We had all these impressions. That's why earned media became so important. That's why everybody wants to aim for ads that they can get on the news. Not because not because getting on the news actually sells your product. Maybe it doesn't. It's because getting on the news is something you can put in a case study later on to say, look, our ad reached the people because then it was on the news later. Um, yeah. So Twitter ads just never really got there. So anyway, he got all his advertising money pulled. All these companies that just kind of had this gentleman's agreement with Twitter were like, fuck this. Well, why would we do this anymore? We're not, we don't get anything out of this. Um, And so that left him totally high and dry. And I think he probably was just looking at the numbers, looking at his time. And he was like, well, fuck man. Like as much as I want blue to work out, this just can't. I mean, look at Substack's revenue. Substack's revenue is tiny. It's so small. Substack makes like no money. They make like nine million dollars yeah, yeah. or something in a year. Yeah, it's it, like it pathetic. Is, I like Substack. I love it, it but it's bo- like it's yeah. a very boutique boutique company. It's a very right. niche company. Yeah. Exactly. So it's yeah. like he probably just was looking at those numbers from a bird's eye view, like seeing like, oh, if we go subscription model, we can make nine million dollars a year. And then he's got all these tech companies like SaaS competitors that are making like a billion. And he's like, fuck, like, you know, he or he's looking at all the ad network competitors and he's like, well, shit, like this is not going to work out. Like, I can't I'm just going to destroy this company, basically. And so he was like, well, fuck, I have to bring in somebody that's going to get these advertisers back. And this was probably, you know, the best one he could find. He probably banged her a couple of times. They had some like good talks, you know, in bed. And he was like, all right. Yeah. Let me, let me, let's try it. Yeah. I the, the 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 only like political angle of that is I can hear I can hear him telling himself that like, oh, if I'm pissing off both the left and the right, that means I'm doing something right. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. that's like I'm like, oh, it's the extremists on both sides. I'm like, yeah, your fucking dad is considered a Nazi and right. uh, Bernie yeah. Sanders is considered not left-wing enough, you know? That yeah. is what that is what is considered the extremists on both sides. Totally. So, I, yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, th- th- that is, the, like, the kind of slippery... That is kind of, like, the uh, the unfortunate political angle. But it's purely... As a business move, I think, yeah, what you said makes perfect sense as to what happened. And it, it is all about getting the ad revenue back. It's just um, you hear him when talking about features, just you hear him desperately wanting the end goal to get out of the ad business. Like he wants to make it a payment processor yeah. to do, uh, to, do trend, to do, to do, to uh, do, transactions i mean which is great because i because if he makes like a genuinely secure encrypted uh like uh text app slash payment transaction payment app and stuff that'd be sweet for us you know because the other ones are all fucking spying on us so yeah it's way better yeah no i he definitely wants out he wants out of the ad business for sure and, and we should all want that you know even the most yeah. lefty motherfuckers listening to this if there are any 
you should not want corporations dictating your speech. Duh. No fucking shit. It's like so obvious. No one should want that. No, Nobody in the world should want Unilever fucking telling us what we can say and not say. It's just fucking obvious. Nobody should want that. So mm-hmm. it's very, you know, that's why it's like Twitter's on its way. Even Jack Dorsey said Twitter's on its way to be, you know, it wants to be a public utility. And I think that that's true. And I think that Elon knows that. We all know that. It's just in order to get there, it can't just be cold turkey, I think. He he needs that. He yeah, needs and, advertising yeah no, unless he just wants to burn cash forever. Like, yeah. 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 Well, she, he clearly doesn't. Um, yeah, so I, it'll all come down to how um, how much of a compromise they they have made and also what her hiring decisions are. Like, if she, the first thing she does is bring in a moderation team, it's over, you know, but we'll see. Yeah, I didn't actually see the... Uh... Um, I didn't see like the clip. Did you see the clip of her, which was apparently very inflammatory? Did you just watch that? I saw that there was one with her in the interviews, her interviewing Elon. Uh, I, I, I honestly, I've been working on blue. The, the, the I've been working on the animation for the past couple of days, so I've ironically tried to stay off Twitter as much as I can to not get so distracted. Yeah, 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 no, totally. I, I saw, I, she had some, like, I think very girl boss, like, interview thing. Uh, yeah. So I guess we got to watch that first. But um, anyway, uh, cool, man. Well, this was really great. This was a great conversation. Anybody who is, you know, trying to, to be creative for a living should listen to this. And I'm really excited to release this video of ours, um, the, exactly. the Twitter spec. And yeah, man. Thanks, yeah. thanks for coming on. Any, where should we send people to look at your stuff? Thanks for having me. Uh, at wide or um, twitter.com. Twitter.com. Okay. Great, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'll let everyone know as soon as my portfolio set is up. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. Really enjoyed talking to you. Okay. Thanks, man. Peace.